Are you ready to own your dream home? Then look no further. Welcome to The Home Show, the podcast that simplifies the home buying process. From partnering with the right lender to finding the perfect realtor who truly understands your needs, we've got you covered. Just search for The Home Show on your favorite podcast hosts like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Don't miss out on this transformative journey. Tune in now and let's make your dream home a reality together. We're waiting for you. Today, we're going to be talking about affordability in the context of home ownership and how that's preventing a lot of you all out there that want to buy, you're you're willing to buy, but that affordability piece is a real thing. And so what I'm speaking about is co-signing, co-signing. For two, two and a half years, all I heard was generational wealth, generational wealth, generational wealth. Well, one of the things that you may be in the position to do for those of, that, of you that are watching, that might be parents and things of that nature to younger folks or even some older folks, is you can help the next generation secure or lay the foundation to begin building wealth in the form of real estate. I won't digress, but you do a little research on whatever search engine you like, and you will see that most wealthy people, once they obtain the wealth, they put a majority of that wealth into real estate. You gotta ask yourself why. For the everyday person, if you purchase real estate earlier in your life, if you can, you can see the benefits financially that it pays off for you as you get older. There's several examples of how that is true. So co-signing is something that you may consider for someone in your family. Now, this isn't something that you want to willy nilly and, and do even for someone in your family, because I'm going to go over some, some pros, some cons, and give you some tips, some things that you need to consider before doing so, because, you know, here we want to give you the full story, not just what you want to hear. But co-signing is one of the things that you can do on several loan types to help a loved one get in or get on the home ladder, home ownership ladder so that they can start building that foundation for wealth for the family. Things to consider. Things to consider for you, the co-signer. Um, and for someone who may be wanting to present this to someone to, to help you get into a home. A parent, aunt, uncle, grandparent, so on and so forth, right? But the co-signer must have good credit or good credit scores. We can't get away from that, right? So whoever you're thinking of asking to co-sign or vice versa, credit has to be in good standings, okay? Second thing, the co-signer must have steady income. No need to add someone to a loan scenario, especially if we're talking about affordability and the problem with the affordability is the income and you add somebody with great credit, they might have a 950 credit score, but if they don't have any income to help you with the affordability piece, the debt to income ratio, then not a good candidate, right? 
The third thing is the cosigner must be willing and able, right? I don't have able there, but they must be willing. So this is something that you have to really talk about and, and make sure you have the right scenario, the right person, and they're fully aware of what it means to cosign. This for that person to entertain the concept of cosigning before you reach out to the lender that you know, like, and trust. So moving forward, what are some of the benefits? What are some of the benefits of cosigning? So obviously it can help a person or a potential borrower get approved for a loan, right? Cosigners can help if you have good enough credit history and income to qualify independently or if the person that you're helping does not have those things. Again, income and affordability is a major issue. Just this week, several folks willing, wanting to, tired of paying rent, understand that, hey, I'm paying for a mortgage, it's just not mine, but we're running into the debt to income ratio is too high for all of the reasons that we all know, right? Car payment super high, student loans, income is where it is, credit card debt. So this is where that co-signer could come in and get you over the hump, pardon me, with additional income. Secondly, it could help the primary borrower get a lower interest rate. The most recent deal that I've done that was co-signed, brother and sister, big sister, little brother, okay? His scenario was he's he was a teacher, moved into a business for himself, did not have the two years that we needed for income, but Big Sis did. And Big Sis was able to qualify, allow him to qualify for his brand new home for him and his family. And then the mindset is, hey, once there's enough income or tax filings for the business, minimum two years, and we can get the loan out of Big Sister's name, then we'll do. But that is a perfect example of a cosign situation. And in that example, rates were a lot better when that happened. If he would have had to wait until the two year tax filing for his business, interest rates would have been through the roof, right? Co-borrowers, if you choose, not co-borrowers, I apologize, co-signers, if you choose the right ones can help you in those matters, right? Or in those ways. The third bullet point, you can help a borrower build their credit history. Again, guys, if you have, I've had parents and younger folks, again, you may have be coming out of college, have a job, you're just starting off, but you have a very thin credit profile. Nice cosign situation can come in and you can ride off of their credit to get you into the home, have some additional income. And as you make those on-time payments and things of that nature, you can build your credit. So those are three benefits. There are a ton of others. Again, the goal of this show is to just let you know that this is a possibility because there are always folks out there that fit this scenario, but you may not know you could do, okay? Now, we're full balanced here, right? We don't wanna just tell you the good. We wanna show you some of the cons 
that could potentially happen as a co-signer. Okay, so the first thing we want to talk about is the responsibility of repaying the loan if the person that you're co-signing, the primary borrower, defaults. So you have to, as a co-signer, we always talk about know, like, and trust your lender. You gotta know, like, and trust whoever you're co-signing with and really understand the character of that person or persons, okay? Don't get caught up talking to some moms out there. Don't get caught up with what the child said they're going to do. Rather, look at what they've done over a period of time. Because as a co-signer, different from a co-borrower, you don't have, you, you have all of the responsibility of the debt, but you don't have access to the asset. That's something that you really need to understand. Potential con. Number two, the co-signer's credit score could be affected, okay, if that person that you're co-signing for misses a payment. Once again, you have to know who it is that you're dealing with based upon behavior, not what they say or emotions. Trust me, don't get, don't believe the hype. There's a very few scenarios that make sense, like the one I aforementioned. We have someone that was a successful teacher, went into a business, they were successful. We were able to see tax returns and income. The business projection and what they're in looks bright in the future. So past performance does not always predict future uh, results, but when it comes to behavior, pretty much you are who you are. Make sure you're making that decision with whoever you co-sign for based on data and not emotions. The third thing, right? The co-signer could be sued, right? Or you might have to deal with foreclosures and things of that nature if the borrower fails to repay. So this is a situation in which you're not, it's not a pencil whipping type thing. And this is where you can lean on the partnership with the lender or that I can trust and really be transparent because if you're gonna be co-signing for someone, you need to know the business, right? I need to know the credit, I need to know the income, I need to know the whole nine if I'm gonna put my name on the line. So again, this is a solution for those of you out there that have relationships in your family and things of that nature that fit this profile and think about it guys those are the people that you really want to help that to need that need to get over the hump right they have the ability to repay they have shown the character to keep their word they're not buying more than they can afford they can make the payment again it's not based upon emotions those are the cons of the matter let's move forward so now I want to talk about some tips for you potential co-signers out there to consider. But before we do that, I have a word from our sponsor. I'll be right back. Attention, Texas homebuyers. Did you know that the Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation, also known as TSHAC, has several down payment assistance options available to you? These programs are designed to help make home ownership more accessible and yet they are often underutilized. 
you don't even have to be a first time home buyer. Don't let the lack of a down payment and or closing cost funds hold you back any longer from realizing your dreams of home ownership. Schedule a consultation today and learn more about these great resources and start your journey to home ownership. So welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Let's get into some tips for you as a potential co-signer for you to consider. Make sure you understand the terms of the loan. Too many times in 2023, we just assume and we trust too much. Guys, you have to understand what it is that you're doing, especially when it comes to buying a home. Folks are borrowing thousands of dollars. Moreover, if you're going to co-sign and be obligated on something of that nature, you have to understand the pros, the cons, the ins and the outs. Do nothing. Don't move forward until you understand in this context so much more in everything in life, right? But before you co-sign on a loan, ensure, make sure you know all of the loan terms, right? It, are they prepayment penalties? Is it fixed? Is it adjustable? Know everything, okay? And when you know and you have all of the information, when you make a decision, that's always the best state of mind to make a decision that you can be comfortable with. Secondly, talk to the primary borrower about their financial situation. Again, this is not a situation where folks are trying to, you in my business. Yeah, I'm all in your business because you need me. If I choose to make that decision, you need to have transparency to make sure that this person that you're co-signing for has the ability to make the payment. For however long, whatever the strategy is, if it's for a certain period of time to build up credit, for income to come to a certain place, for tax returns to be available, for a business to be able to stand on their own, right? Whatever the terms are, make sure you have full disclosure and understanding full transparency with whoever you're going to help. And then even with the loan terms, right? You're not going to be able to close or anything before uh, you get documentation. But if you're dealing with the proper team, you should have an understanding of the loan terms before you go to closing. But when you get to a closing table and things of that nature, if you have any questions, understand what it is that you're signing. Because once you sign on the dotted line, it's that's what it is, right? Once the loan funds. It's kind of like, as an example, if you go to a wedding, they say, if anybody has any problems with these folks joining together, stand up. That's a real strong moment, right? You got to have a lot of conviction and heart to be able to say, hey, don't do that. Or if you're the bride or the groom to walk away, that's your most powerful asset in something, the walk away. Don't sign anything that you don't understand, especially when it comes to co-signing. This could be a beautiful thing, like all things when done right. But when we fail to not implement some of the tips and overlook things because of a, a relationship, a familiar, familiar relationship or emotions, that's when 
you know, we mess up and you don't want to mess up a relationship, right? It's better to say no and have somebody have to wait and you keep your relationship opposed to you getting into something willy nilly that could damage those things. So as we move forward, co-signing alone can be a great way to help somebody you care about get approved for a home loan. But there's always a but, right? It's essential to ensure you are comfortable with the risk before you do it. Heck, that's something that we could use with everything, right? As a disclaimer. So that is how we can deal with the affordability issue that a lot of people are dealing with now as a solution. Get a cosigner. As we always say, we're talking 10,000 foot view, but I want you to know, if you don't know, there's always nuance to everything, especially what I'm saying. Can't give it to you all on a podcast episode. So you wanna reach out to the lender that you know, like, and trust and present this option if you think it's applicable and then work through that process, okay? And I think a lot of you guys will be surprised at how it opens the door to home ownership. On our next show, on our next show, we're gonna discuss, and I had a Freudian slip earlier in the show, we're gonna discuss co-borrowers different than co-signers. So you wanna subscribe, hit the notification bell, heck, write me a review, okay? If you don't like it, leave a comment, let me know. Do something, okay? That's what it's about, you gotta move, you gotta do something. It's been a great show. My time is up, but I thank you for yours. As I always say, guys, let's be good to one another. Let us let grace abound. And until the next time, peace.